everyone. Welcome to the Forward Thinking Podcast. It's Christy and Charlie here from CS2. And today we're covering a controversial topic, one that you've probably seen over LinkedIn, one that can be a bit polarizing between marketing folks, and that's attribution. And today we're going to be covering what everyone is getting wrong with attribution. Uh, so we'll chat through that in just 10 minutes and uh, would love to get your takes on it afterwards. So uh, the first thing, you know, to kick it off is, you know, really from from our perspective, we feel like attribution gets a lot of hate, uh, especially on channels like LinkedIn or in content recently. So I'm just wondering, Charlie, like, do you think that that is deserved? I don't. And, it, and the reason why is because they're not specific. People aren't really specific enough when they hate it because mm-hmm. there's a very black. It's very cool on LinkedIn to say I hate attribution. But attribution can mean many things. Yeah. And, you know, in its simplest form, all it's trying to do, and, and it, 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 like I said, it can take various different, you know, forms. It's just trying to understand a relationship between one thing and another thing. Like something can be given attribution for causing another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or many things can be given attribution for causing another thing. So... In marketing, the way that that gets broken down is we're trying to understand what are some, you know, marketing touches or programs or initiatives are influencing pipeline or impacting pipeline, generating pipeline, whatever term you want to use. And actually, even that is a polarizing topic. Oh whether my it's gosh, influencing yes. gener- We're not going to go down <laughs> that. Anyway, so a lot of the hate comes from the attribute like to what it really is directed towards attribution software vendors who are trying to sell the multi-touch attribution dream which is incredibly hard to like really pull off obviously misses a lot of touch points that aren't measurable so you end up you know their argument is that you end up you know stuck in this world where you're only doing marketing that's measurable and you're not doing what really is impactful which is non-measurable type marketing in the dark funnel and dark social like Things like word of mouth, things like podcasts, things like, you know, organic LinkedIn posts and stuff like that. So, and that is perfectly, you know, good argument. But the thing is, that's just, you know, does, doesn't mean all of attribution is wrong. Right. right. There's still other other parts of attribution. And even that argument generally ends up saying uh, you should look at last touch, you know, and then that should be given the credit. That is an attribution model. That's just the last touch attribution model. Right. So I think a lot of people that hate attribution, you're still doing attribution. And we've said this before in a podcast, you're still doing attribution. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong because you're just saying we're not impacting pipeline in any way. Mm-hmm. It's just coming out of thin air. So when your company says, I've got a million dollars of extra budget, what do you want to put it in? You go, I don't know, because I have no way of saying any of these touch points has ever touched pipeline. But if you do say this is impact pipeline, that's attribution, whatever you're calling it, that's attribution. Yeah. I think the big problem is here too, is when, uh, the conversations or say the company gets an attribution tool and they start looking at the reporting and then marketing tries to say, we, we own this much, like we contributed this amount and you start to deliver that to, like a room that has people in sales or, you know, sales development stuff. And they're like, well, I don't know about that. Like, you know, so it's, I think when it's also being used to try and give credit Mm -hmm. rather than to make decisions, I think that's what's gotten um, people a bit like, you know, 
not really fully faithful in uh, the the data, um, but also they're a bit let down. They have that meeting. They feel like, oh, this isn't actually proving my worth. And it's true. It's not going to, but it can at least give you an idea of how you are contributing and that's that or, you know, to it. And but also just help you make better decisions, right. especially for paid channels, right? Like a lot of our paid channels, unless it's brand or brand supporting is a it is pretty easy to track. Like if you have like UTMs and you have those on your forms, you're, you having a way to capture that data, like you're going to be able to, to measure that. Um, but for things that are a bit harder to measure, that's where the conversation comes into more of, okay, what are some other things that we can look at to see the effectiveness of that? But also like, is our cost of acquisition going down? Are we seeing inbound going up more? And so you might have to correlate data rather than just like see it directly on a dashboard. And I think that's a really important thing for MOPS is like, even if you use attribution, if you have one source, like what Charlie said, or a tool to do that, it's like knowing what it's going to give you, what kind of data, what channels are going to be measured there. And then how do you use that data? And then the second thing is understanding what am I not seeing? What am I not seeing here? How could I then try and get that data? And so that's the educating yourself, but it's also educating your CMO because the last thing you want is that those leaders or CMO gets into a board meeting and they get questions like that and they don't really understand like, oh, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe we don't do that podcast anymore because we're not seeing any leads come from it. No, that's not the answer, right? It's more being fueled with um, that support and um, that feedback back when they get questioned on it. Yeah, and I think back to one of the things you said at the beginning of that, it was, you know, the simple way of putting that is just you're trying to use attribution to improve, not prove. So if you're right. coming into that meeting and you're like, we generated this much pipeline and this is the attribution model that we're using, you know, we say this a lot, this is a very famous phrase in any kind of data circles is that all models are wrong, but some are useful. So your attribution model is going to be wrong, right? 100% it's going to be wrong a lot of the time, but it's still going to be useful and directionally accurate. Mm -hmm. And, and the different attribution, the different ways that you're going to look at attribution, are going to give you different information. They're all going to be wrong in their own ways, and then right in their own ways. And right. that's why you can't just use like one or the other, or one is necessarily better than the other because there's, there's pros and cons to all of them. So really using attribution to improve what you're doing as opposed to prove is the fundamental kind of reason why you should be doing this. And then to, to your other point, you know, just because you can't measure everything perfectly doesn't mean you shouldn't measure anything, right? right? Like you, you should be measuring the things you can measure and then trying to understand the things that aren't as easy to measure. Um, and there, and a lot of times with these attribution tools specifically to like the ones where you, you it's easy to measure like paid channels or UTMs and stuff like that. But a lot of times it's going to be giving you better data on what isn't working right. than what is working because a lot of what is working is very subjective, right? Like, and it's, and it is harder to measure like the, the, the things that are really impactful, like creating that brand affinity through a podcast or something like that is obviously harder to measure. But if you're spending a million dollars a quarter on Google ads, you should really be making sure you're measuring that properly to see if that's impacting pipeline, because you need to know if it is impacting pipeline or not. And if it isn't, then you need to 
do something about it, right? right? Either rearrange that budget, uh, utilize that channel better, whatever. But you you can't make that decision if you're not measuring it, right? So that's why you know it's not like a, it's such a black and white thing as LinkedIn likes to say. It's like, well, just throw away attribution, don't worry about it. Like you need to be measuring what you can measure and trying to understand what you can't. And it, those things are mutually exclusive. Yeah, and I think that uh, not too much to harp on this, but like I think it's also changing the way we talk about it to say like we're using this data to make improvements and or we've used this data to also look at our past history. We've made these improvements and look at the results. And so if, I think if marketers and their CMO chart getting into that mindset, they'll actually be like more of an iterative approach on their strategy, just improving their strategy. So yeah. Okay. So the last um, thing I want to touch on is, can you just give a few examples on kind of different types of attribution? Cause I think it's a lot of people get confused. Like what's the best way? What's the <laughs> one way I should do it? <laughs> I think there's, there's three ways that I can, that can help you triangulate or help you really get a good idea of what, of, of what's working, which is what you want to do, right? You want to understand yeah. what's working, what's not working to improve. So one is last touch attribution. So it's pretty easy to measure. It's essentially the last touch before an opportunity is created or pipeline created. Right. So, you know, you know, there's different variants to how you, how you track that depending on opportunity stages and stuff like that. But really like, what is that touch that then led to an opportunity? That's going to be, that's going to be a useful touch point to understand. Um, the next one is self-reported attribution. So I, I see a lot of people talk about this on LinkedIn these days. You know, we've, we've been talking about that for a while on this podcast, but just asking people, right. Or capturing that through a gong, uh, call recording or asking it on a form, really just getting that self-reported information because, um, Oh, someone's calling me good timing. Uh, because that's going to help you understand, okay, is that the same as what we're seeing in our other dashboards or is there a difference there that could also show you this, like, you know, dark touch points that you're not able to track as easier. Um, there's a lot of problems with, with self-reported like recency bias, people with a bad memory, things like that. Like, so, but again, it's one of the tools you have to understand what's working. And the last one is this, what a lot of people hate on, which is multi-touch, true multi-touch attribution, probably using at all, you know, that's obviously being demonized these days. But this is to really show this general relationship between all of your touch points. Because right. last touch attribution is going to be really prioritizing certain things that happen before there's opportunity created. And that could often be just like one touch point that always happens before opportunity created. So it could be very like leaning in that I have a big bias towards one touch point. Self-reported again can have all of the recency bias and, and issues with you know data collection. And then the last one. Like I said, just getting a full picture of all of your touch points, then understanding the, the relationships between those touch points and win rate, pipeline velocity, deal size, and then the, the volume uh, of opportunities and the value. So if you can understand, you can get those three yeah. you know, models and reports and all of those three, utilize them all and interpret them and build a story around them. You should be able to have a good idea about how to improve your marketing. Totally. Yeah, I think. Definitely for the last one, like just getting a sense for also like how many or what activities it takes in order to create an opportunity is a lot of what marketers are looking at right now because they know it's so multifaceted and they have a, you know, multi-channel approach. So definitely think there's value still to that. So 
Okay, cool. So, I mean, we could go on for forever on this, but we're out of time. So thank you so much for everyone uh, who joined and listened today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Forward Thinking. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.